Are you tired of spending countless hours in the kitchen every week trying to figure out what to make and constantly overspending on takeout? My guide, Well Prepped, is here to revolutionize your mealtime routine by offering you the perfect solution. Prep once, cook twice, and enjoy delicious, macro-friendly meals all week long. The food struggle is real. You want to eat well-balanced meals that taste good. You want to make most of your meals at home, but don't want to be a slave to your kitchen. You know you should be eating more protein, but don't know how in the world to get it in. You're overwhelmed with just choosing a recipe you have saved, so you end up getting takeout again. Insert well-prepped, a guide I created to take the guesswork out of efficiently making delicious, macro-friendly meals. This guide provides you with eight weeks of recipes. Each week, you'll prep once for 30 minutes, cook twice, and then enjoy eating all week. That's right. The two recipes will make you a total of six meals. I even made Instacart links for all the weekly groceries you'll need so you don't even need to think about grocery shopping. I'm all about saving time, money, and mental energy when it comes to feeding my family healthy meals, and now I get to share that with you. Grab your copy of Well Prepped at aishazaza.com. And from my kitchen to yours, cheers to eating well and being well prepped. Welcome to the Mindset Mile podcast, the show that'll leave you empowered to take action towards becoming the turned up version of your already awesome self. I'm your host, Aisha Zaza, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's go. Hello, fam. Welcome back to another episode of the Mindset Mile podcast. How was your weekend? I hope you are staying dry. We are getting some weather, I mean, everywhere really, but us Californians and Southern Californians are not used to (laughs) this much water. So it looks like we have some rain this coming week. And then it looks like the worst, I don't know, might be behind us, knock on wood, but nonetheless, so grateful for all of this rain and water that we're getting. It should be a pretty epic summer. So I want to chat with you today about imposter syndrome. I've spoken a lot, or I I should say I've spoken before specifically on imposter syndrome. And a lot of the topics on this show are all pieces of the imposter syndrome puzzle and how to overcome it. But I wanted to address this specifically again, because I think this affects everyone and at all different areas of our lives. And I have this overarching belief that the way that we change the world is by living authentically and and putting out our work. And I want to say our best work, but I think that alludes to this imposter syndrome is that we, we think it needs to be perfect and the best and that it needs to be, we need to recreate the wheel in order for it to make a difference. And that is just not true, but I really think that change happens within us. And when we are able to shine our light and our God-given talents onto the world and help other people, that is literally how we change the world. It doesn't need to look like these humongous efforts that affect masses of people at one time. It literally can be changing the, the trajectory of one person's life at a time. 
And so imposter syndrome keeps us from putting out our creative work. It keeps our talents in. It keeps our focus on us. So I think most people would say they probably know when they have a case of imposter syndrome. It's the knowing that you are the one holding yourself back. And if you are constantly experiencing self-doubt or talk about yourself in ways that dumb down your experience and your knowledge, whether that is to, you know, when you're talking to someone or in a group setting, if you're playing down your achievements or your knowledge or your experience in a field, that looks like a case of imposter syndrome. And so these social situations you know, like, let's say if someone is complimenting you on your performance and you're quick to make it seem like it's not a big deal, you brush it off or you talk, you, you talk yourself down from what that person just called you up about. That is a case of imposter syndrome. You're trying to bring yourself down and maybe it's because you are genuinely just very humble and you don't want to come across as a know-it-all, but that's probably not the way it was ever intended to be received um, by anybody. So a lot of times we will dumb down our experience and our knowledge and our expertise because we feel like we aren't actually as qualified as the person is speaking about us. Most people try to combat this feeling of imposter syndrome by becoming more qualified. They think that the thing that will make them feel ready is to take another course or join another mastermind or hire a consultant or a coach. Don't get me wrong. These things are all incredibly beneficial, but hear me. They are not required for what you are holding yourself back from doing. The truth is you can educate yourself until you are blue in the face. And that still might not give you the feeling of readiness because it's not about knowing more, being better. Are you ready to hear what is keeping you stalling? The reason you have imposter syndrome is not because you don't know enough or have enough experience or credibility. The reason you're not taking action is because you're making it about you. What will they think of me? What if I look like an idiot? Am I good enough to put this out there? Will there be enough value in my work? When the emphasis is placed on me and I and my, you're missing the whole point of what you're trying to do. Imposter syndrome is paralyzing because you're looking inward about how your actions, your product, your service, or your venture is going to affect you instead of how it will serve them. In fact, this is where a lot of our insecurities and bad feelings even stem. It's our inner critic. It's always going to be judgmental, self-centered, and critical. It's always going to look for what's missing, how long you have left to go, and what you have yet to accomplish. When you look outward and have a servant attitude in mind, 
You are so much more productive, excited, and you'll act with a sense of vigor because you're considering all the ways someone else's life is going to be better because of what you are putting out there. So if you're someone who has a product to sell, if your focus when you're interacting with people and when you are posting online and when you are creating your content is focused on your quota or your commission or what you will gain out of a transaction, I bet you what is going to be felt by your audience is pressure and an underlying sense of desperation. The truth is with any sales job or sales structure, What the customer gets out of the transaction is far more than what you get out of the transaction. And so you need to act accordingly. So whether they are purchasing a product that creates a solution for their need or a course that teaches them what they want to know or a service that is making their life easier in some way, yes, You make a sale, but when you're coming from a place of service and genuine enthusiasm about what they are getting, then they're going to feel like it's a no-brainer. They are going to want what you have because you are making it about them and not about you. Now, let's say if you work in the online space as an influencer, your insecurities are going to come from what you think everyone is thinking about you. If what you're sharing is good enough. When you're thinking about how you can best serve a brand that wants to work with you and how your audience is going to benefit from what you are sharing, it removes the pressure because it's for them and it's about them. And in all situations in life, a motto I've adopted over the years that is going to also help when you are creating or talking about what it is you are selling or offering, this is what you have to think about. Some will, some won't, so what? You cannot worry about pleasing everyone because that's never going to be the case and focusing on that is going to cause you to serve no one by not taking any action. So when you find yourself feeling insecure and can tell that you're getting stuck on your perfectionist tendencies, ask yourself, who can I serve today? Whose day can I make? What is someone going to get out of what I am offering? The answers are simple and telling, and they should be motivating. To move past imposter syndrome, look out instead of looking in. That is going to be the greatest magnet for traction. That is all I have for you today on imposter syndrome. If you loved this episode, please give the podcast a quick rating so other people can find it. My goal is to serve as many people as possible. Also, don't forget to tag me in your Instagram stories and posts at Asia Zaza. I cannot wait to see you next week. And until then, make it a great day.